guys, I'm your host, Renee, of Heart Check Radio Podcast, where this podcast connects you back to the heart of God. In this week's episode, I will be sharing part two, how to discover God in your season of transition. So what takes place in the middle? I'm glad you asked, because when we're going through a season of transition, we're essentially closing the door. We're feeling the nudge from God that something is taking place within our lives. And it can be that you're sending a child off to college. It can be moving to a new city, a job loss, maybe a relationship is broken. There are so many things that can cause a season of transition in our lives. You know, God is, is about to take you on another, on a new journey to your next season. Our schedules, our plans, our routines will notice that those things are becoming agitated. Okay. So this is a dismantling process that is taking place. And what that simply means is is that God is removing anything from your life that does not serve his purpose. For example, it can be a wrong mindset, a negative attitude. It can be unhealthy relationships, you name it. What is the thing that God is dismantling in your life? This process of dismantling can be uncomfortable. It can cause you to be fearful. It can bring on emotions such as feeling uncertain about your future, unsure of yourself, what's going to take place next. And it can leave you discouraged or afraid or nervous. Nervous with anticipation because you don't know what's coming next. It is in this dismantling process that you will learn humility. And you're learning humility because those things that are no longer serving the purposes of God or those things that never have served the purpose of God, they're being shaken. They're being stripped away. They're being uh, removed from who you are. And that can be uncomfortable because when that takes place, we know that we are the things that we held on to, the things that we relied on, the things that made us feel comfortable, the confidence and security. Those things are being shaken. So with that dismantling becomes a reconnecting. And in this reconnecting process, what's taking place is that you're being reconnected back to God. Let's take, for example, if you're someone who took great pride in being self-sufficient, that you were able to accomplish the things that you accomplished without the help of other people. You didn't need to rely on anybody. And you owned your success. You took credit for your success. Well, that's not who God is. God did not create us to be self-sufficient. He created us to have our dependency found in Him. So when we're being dismantled, we're being renewed to who we are in Christ, through our original design. We're being renewed to who God created us to be. In this process, we are on the potter's wheel. He is renewing us. He's reshaping us. He's remolding us into who he created us to be. So as he meticulously and carefully removes those negative behaviors and mindsets and attitudes, as he, as he begins to remove those things from our lives, he is now replacing them with his character, with his nature. And sometimes when God is building our character, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel comfortable. But God is after our hearts. He wants us to be cultivated and created in his image and in his likeness. And that requires some internal heart work 
to take place. So when we allow ourselves to be placed on a potter's wheel, we have to remember that God is not going to put any more on us than we can bear. So yes, this middle process is very unnerving, it's uncomfortable, and it's even painful. But because we know that God is still in control, in charge of everything that's taking place in our lives, we can be confident in knowing that He has the best in mind for us. And that's so important to understand and it's important to acknowledge. Because when we're going through seasons of transition or seasons of change, regardless of what brought about the change, sometimes we forget who God is. We forget that God brought us through our last season and we lose sight of who he is. So in this renewing process, he is allowing us to reconnect with him in a far greater way. He is reminding us it's an opportunity for him to show us just how much he loves us. It's an opportunity for him to show us who we are in his image and in his likeness, to wait on him and to wait in his presence. And that's a huge part of this middle process as we're going through our season of transition. We typically want to do is look for a way out. We're looking for a way of, of, of escape. We want to get out of this now. We want to get off. We want to get off the part as well. This is sometimes painful. This is sometimes difficult. We're uncertain. We're unsure. We're insecure. We don't know what's next. And so we want to get off. We want to go back to what's familiar. We want to go back to what's comfortable, even though it may have been wrong and unhealthy for us. But because it's what we know, that's what we want to go back to. God is changing our appetite. It's no different than when you make a decision that you want to lose weight. You have it in your heart to lose 20 pounds. Well, in order to start that journey, you first have to examine where you are. You have to look at how you got to where you are. What foods were you eating? Were you not exercising? What were the things that you did or did not do that caused you to gain weight in the first place? And once you have assessed that situation, the next thing you would do is you would now look to see what do you need to change? You will look at what do you need to change to help you meet your weight loss goal? Now, that may involve eating new foods, foods that you're not familiar with, foods that that were not a part of your original diet. You may need to now introduce those foods into your diet. And so as you begin to do that, you you try new food or new fruit, new vegetables, something that you've never really had before. And it's not going to taste great to you at first, but you know the nutritional benefits that comes along with eating that particular fruit. Over a period of time, you will begin to acquire a taste for that fruit or that vegetable. And as time continues on, and you're getting comfortable with your new acquired taste, you now desire more of it. And it's the same thing for us as we're going through our seasonal transition in that middle process. So we're learning to adopt the mind of Christ. We're learning to read his word. We're learning to apply his word to our lives. As we adopt that new behavior, we will soon discover that, oh, this is great. This is wonderful. This is good for me. You will want more. He's taken out of us what he doesn't want in us. He's transforming our appetite to the things of God, to the things that he desires for us to desire. Because the word says he will give us the desires of our heart. And so when we are desiring him, then we will begin to receive more of him. And also, we will learn 
that the best posture that we can be in is waiting on God from a posture of surrender. And I know surrender is a bad word for a lot of people because it's hard to do. It can be very hard. It can be very challenging. But as I mentioned in part one, when God gives you a glimpse of what he's doing in your life, it makes surrender that much easier. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy to go through it. There will be challenges that will make you want to scream out and like, oh, no, this hurt. This is so painful. It's the glimpses that God gives you, that encourages you, challenges you, and motivates you to keep going. If we can be 100% honest, we all know that there is always a blessing on the other end of a transition. But if we're also equally as honest, it's not about getting to the blessing because we know the blessing is there. We know the blessing is waiting on us. But the true blessing is what is being cultivated, what you are learning about God, what you're learning about yourself, and what you're learning about the relationships that are in your life is what the real blessing is. Because this process can be scary or it can be exciting. But when we're surrendering in this process, it motivates us to seek God's faith. It's acknowledging to God, God, we, I don't know where you're taking me, but I trust you. It causes us to depend more on the Father. It causes us to depend more on God because God knows the ending from the beginning. We can place our trust in him because God is after our hearts. God is wanting to build character in us. He wants to reinvent us, remind us of who we are in Christ. He wants us to recognize our identity in him. He wants us to embrace our God-given our identity. And that's going to be uncomfortable because we're not accustomed to operating in his identity of love, joy, and peace, and goodness. Those attributes and characteristics are found in Galatians 5, 22, 23. But when we allow ourselves to be dressed in his character we will find that our lives will begin to flourish and grow and blossom in ways that we could not imagine because we know that God has a plan for us to give us a hope and a future. But in order to lay hold of that promise and to embrace what God has for us, there's some work in the middle that has to be nurtured. So the blessing of discovering God in our season of transition It's not the blessing that's waiting for us on the end. The blessing is the growth and the transformation and the deepening of our relationship with God. That's the real blessing. So, and what that does is it serves as a testimony so that when God brings you through this season, it doesn't matter what this season is. Like I mentioned before, it could be because of a job loss. It could be because you've now become an empty nester. It could be anything. But what's taking place is that God is wooing us back to him. He is showing us who he is in our lives. He is reminding us and letting us know that we can trust him unconditionally. We can trust and know that when we're on the partis wheel, that we are in good hands. We are in capable hands. We are in strong hands. And we know that God is keenly aware of who we are because we are his creation. That he knows just the right amount of pressure to apply. He knows when to pull back. He knows how much mercy he needs to extend. Because the end goal is to create us in his image and in his likeness. 
And as I said before, we can embrace this process with excitement and joy, or we can embrace it begrudgingly. But I must caution you, if you embrace it begrudgingly, it's going to seem like you're in the process a lot longer than you probably will want to be in it. So let's get excited about what God is doing in our lives and our seasons of transition, because again, these are markers. These are places where testimonies are built, because when he takes you through your next season of transition, because there will be more to come, seasons change and seasons change often. For every season that God brings us to, believe that he's going to bring you through it because there are more seasons to come. So celebrate the growth that's taking place on your way to your next. You're getting blessed beyond measure. You're blessed in your process and you have such a tremendous blessing waiting ahead of you. So if this show has been an encouragement to you, feel free to leave me a review, leave a comment. I would love to read your comments and hear how God is blessing you in this season of transition. So that's it for today. Take care and I'll talk to you soon.